Welcome back to another edition of Sports Business Secrets. My name is Kevin Tarka. I am the founder of Creation Talent Agency, and I will be releasing a new podcast every single day for an entire year that is specifically designed to share the inevitable challenges of the sports business world and how to overcome them. I'm inviting you to join me in real time on my personal journey of representing professional basketball players, traveling the world, and continuously finding ways to battle through the adversity in this competitive industry. The goal is to share as many secrets as I can to help you along your own path to success. Good morning, podcast family. You're on episode 130 out of 365. Thank you, as always, for tuning in. And today, my friends, we are talking about math. Welcome to math class. Yes, we're talking about mathematics, contracts, commissions, why the math just doesn't add up, and why the market is difficult to be sustainable, um, and it is not really an efficient market. So to begin, as I do a lot, we're going to tell a little story. So I want you to close your eyes and take yourself back to your math class in high school. Think back to a day when your teacher said, all right, class, today we're learning something new. It could be calculus, it could be trigonometry, uh, maybe it was functions. The last, last night as I was prepping for this, I realized I had zero remembrance of functions and what they were and what their purpose were. So I decided to do a little bit of research and caught myself watching 14 minutes straight of what function, functions are on YouTube. Uh, solid Saturday night I had for myself there. So anyways, back to the story. Uh, teacher says, here's what we got to start. And here she turns around and writes some long calculation on the, on the whiteboard or chalkboard. And, and you're sitting there saying, what in God's name is that? That does not make any sense. I just, I don't understand it. That, 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 calcula- that calculation is, is ridiculous. And I want you to freeze right now. Bottle that feeling up, that confusion, that frustration, the urge and need to make things simpler, thinking that it really doesn't have to be that hard. Why, why is my teacher trying to teach me this and trying to force me to do it this way when there's such an easier way? Hold on to that feeling for a second, because that's the way I feel about how the math works right now in regards to overseas contracts and agent commissions. It is the same feeling. So before we dive into why I feel that way, I'm just going to do a quick recap on how agents get paid. If you want the full recap, go to episode 33, but as a mini refresher, With FIBA contracts for overseas players, agents make 10% of the contract value. So, of course, that's if they go directly to the team. So, if a player makes $100,000 for their contract for the year, the agent gets $10,000, and that is paid directly from the team to the agent. So, the team pays the player $100,000 spread out over the year, and the team pays the agent $10,000. $10,000. Okay. So for the purpose of, of, of this conversation, we'll stick with that. Agent goes directly to the team, makes 10,000, uh, excuse me, 10%. So let's just say a player is in the second division of Spain, which is Leb Oro or Leb Gold, and they get a contract for $2,000 a month, right? Contracts are typically for 10 months straight. 
So that means a player in that situation would make $20,000 total. So an agent would make $2,000 total if you do the math, 10% of that, and the team would pay. So, all right, that's, that's not too, too bad, right? Nice little check, $2,000, that'd be nice. But when you really do the math, is it? Is it, a, is it a good situation? I mean, of course, we can't complain about getting money at all and, and, and having a situation where our player gets paid and we get paid. But is that a good situation? So first of all, that, that money typically doesn't come in until five months later, six months later, depending on when the deal is done, right? Typically in Spain, they just happen to pay their agent fees in January or February, which I really should have charged interest for the time that I that I, that I sent one, one of my players there, right? Um, and, and, and in other countries, it's different stories. It's, it's some pay, some now, some don't pay at all, some never pay, um, some pay a, a, a year later, right? So that's, that's, that's one story. Second of all, let's just talk about how much money you had to pay recruiting that player. Did you have to fly to their game to meet with, to meet with them when, when, when they were in college? Right. Maybe take them to dinner, of course, after the season. So they don't deem themselves ineligible. Um, how, how much was that trip? How much did it cost? Did you stay in a hotel? Did you drive and pay for gas? Did you go multiple times? Have you been recruiting this player for several years? Right. As, as, as part of your recruiting pitch, did you offer to pay for training? Do they need a loan? Which is which is legal to do. But do, do they need some cash up front? Did you buy some gear for them? Did you did you purchase some of your own agency swag so they can rock your 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 agency uh, logo and merchandise? Do you see where I'm getting at? Right, I'm not even talking about the time invested. Right, as I mentioned, how, how many years did you have to do this? How many hours did you put in? Remember from from episode 88, the opportunity cost of time, and 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 right now we're just talking about the the, the actual physical cost. Uh, excuse me, not, I don't know why I said physical, but the actual financial cost um, of money that you spent. But what about how much is your time worth? Right, yesterday, yesterday's episode talked about it a little bit. The most valuable asset in the world is time plus energy. Right, actually having a passion while you're using that time, but 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 it's time involved. All right, so so let's get back full circle to where I started. What if you deal with a partner agency on that? on that deal in Spain, right? Who, who may or may not be an amazing person, right? And, and like I've mentioned in the past, I've done some awesome deals with some, some, some great people. Uh, but typically I, I work directly with my team, uh, with, with the team. Uh, what if you did a deal with a partner agency and they didn't spend any of the time or money recruiting that player. They don't have nearly as good of a relationship with the player and they take 50% of the revenue. Now you make $1,000 for all that time and energy put in for the year. Is that worth it? I don't know. Maybe it is. It has been in situations for me in the past, right? But not typically, not usually. It's, 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 when you take a step back, no, it's usually not worth it, right? How many players do you need to be sustainable? Back to the math equation. How many players need to go into that algorithm in order for you to deem it a, a good year or sustainable? And guys, by the way, Lev Gold, that second division of Spain, it's it's one of the most respected second divisions, I'd say, in 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 Europe for sure. I mean, okay, you have France Pro B, you have Italy A2, 
which are for sure very, very high level. You have second division of Turkey, Germany Pro A, Lev Gold, right? They're all they're all kind of in the same mix. They're all they're all really respected and good stepping stones. So why I said that is we're talking about a high level player, which is really difficult to recruit and sign. Imagine signing five of those guys. No, forget it. Let's just say you crushed it and signed 10, 10 of those level players out of college. And you placed all 10 of them directly to the team, which has, I think, literally never been done before in the history of agents, right? And you have and you have $20,000 coming in because you, you sent all 10 of those to a similar league for the same amount of money, right? So how much of that money was used to get the business off the ground? Do you pay yourself? Are you, are you traveling overseas to visit them? I mean, this, this, this stuff adds up quickly, guys. It's, it's the math. The math doesn't make sense for this, for this business to be sustainable, which is, uh, you know, a, a question that I ask myself often, am I crazy? What am I doing here? There's gotta be, there's gotta be something. There's gotta be a way, right? And don't forget, as hard as it is to sign clients, what if you signed all those guys? It's harder to keep them. Trust me. It's a really messed up industry, right? <laughs> we, 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 we keep things real here. Uh, that's, that's, that's the point. It's a really messed up industry. I'm not sugarcoating anything. The system is broken. The reason I go directly to teams is because it puts a price on my time that is somewhat closer to the value that I deserve, right? <laughs> Otherwise, the, 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 as, as it is, the price on my time is way undervalued, but I see the value in doing it now and building and planting the seeds and all that stuff, right? But the system is broken. So that's a little rundown on the math part for agents and how the money doesn't work, but we can continue the same conversation and the same theme here about how math doesn't work for players, right? It's the same, it's the same thing. It's not, it's not, woe is me. Oh my gosh, being an agent sucks. No, it, it's the industry we're talking about here. The math doesn't work. Now, unfortunately, it's kind of part of the journey, right? Simple supply and demand. The, mar the, the market is oversaturated with players who want to be a pro. The market has a finite amount of jobs. And that, that amount of jobs keeps getting smaller and smaller and smaller as years go on. And especially because of this crazy pandemic, this last year got hit really hard. So there's less and less opportunities and lower and lower budgets, right? Which means if one player doesn't accept an offer, a low offer at that, another player will. So... Part of the journey is to take that job, that low level job and work your way up. The teams have all the leverage right now at the highest levels. Money is no object. And if a team from Russia or China or, you know, some top Euro League team or top level Italian or Turkish teams want to sign a player bad enough, trust me, they will find the money. I probably don't want to know where the money comes from, but they'll find the money. Right. But at the entry level and even other respectable, respectable levels, right, right respectable entry entry uh, level leagues, it's tough. You really have to love this game as a player, right? But where it's really hurting the overall industry is that entry level. I saw a Facebook post this past week in one of those super, uh, so some of those Facebook groups, um, most of them are non-professional and just random people putting in random articles um, and saying, hey, you know, here's my highlights, you know, players posting highlights, uh, non-agents saying their agents posting openings that they never have, right? But Whatever. One of these posts this week was from someone who's allegedly part of a club in Spain, actually, in the third division, right? So one step lower than 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 Lev Gold, Lev Silver. And and 
so this is, you know, it's, it's, it's a professional level. I mean, it's, it's semi-professional because yeah, the imports are full time, but some guys on the team are younger. Others might have other jobs, but we're talking a decent market, like a respectable entry level league um, in terms of relativity to, to, to the rest of Europe and, and professionalism and then the market that it's in. Anyways, the post said, urgently looking for a player for our team for 250 euros a month 250 euros a month guys come on are you kidding me that's eight dollars a day think about that for a second that's about eight dollars a day now let's take a step back here on a serious note i don't know the exact numbers but because I haven't looked it up in a bit because it's definitely depressing and it, uh, depressing and it's sad to think about. But at one point in the past few years, I remember looking up this statistic and almost 50% of the world lives on around $8 a day, actually less than $8 a day. So that's, that's real life, right? So as I'm sitting here talking about this crazy offer to get paid to play the sport you love, just take a step back and, and, and have some perspective because uh, you know, I, I, I know I do often as much as possible and I'm beyond grateful for the life I live and I don't have a lot of money um, and damn near six figures of loans that I still own, uh, that I still have to pay for school debt. And, um, and, and uh, anyways, but, but, but man, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm living, I'm living luxuriously compared to what some people live through and some people hope and pray for $8 a day. So that's just a quick little <laughs> Sidetrack, but you know, now that we're humbled, let's seriously talk about that situation. Eight dollars a day, right? That's that's absurd. Right, we we could take another example. I had a client who who I signed a few years ago, and when I signed him, I told him it would be really tough. He was a he was a guard. He was a uh, he was a guard from a low uh, a, a mid major conference who who had decent stats, but you know, not a great three point percentage, but a guard, an American passport guard. And I said, you know, it's going to be really tough to get your job, but I believe in you. I think you're really good. So, you know, I busted my ass and put in the time that first year and, and, and nothing. I couldn't, I, I, there were hundreds and hundreds of no's. Everybody, everybody's saying not good enough, didn't give him a chance, but I stuck with it. You know, I, I, I sent him on a, a, a free tour to, to China to get some experience, to get something on his resume, to have some cultural experience and, 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 and also play. Um, and then that next year in September, you know, kept battling. And then that phone call came. Um, and, and the GM from a first division team in Portugal calls me and says, Hey, Kev, like our, our point guard got hurt. We need someone. Is your guy ready? 500 euros a month. Yep. He's ready. He'll be on a plane tomorrow. And literally off he goes. Right. And so for that, the player got 500 euros a month. That's, that's, that's not great. Now, obviously the situation in was, was no, right. So he can either sit on the couch and hope and pray or get an opportunity, especially after not being, uh, not, not being a pro for a year. Do you know how hard it was for, for me to convince that team to, to, to give them a contract after not playing professionally for a year after college? It is damn near impossible. All right. So player got 500 euros a month. Uh, it was, it was a little bit later than, than when the season started. So the math wasn't exactly the, the, the 10 months and then the breakdown 10%. So I got about 300 euros. Right. As agent commission. Awesome. Hey, for me, you know what? It was OK. I knew it opened doors. I, I obviously wasn't in it for money. Um, for him, it was OK. He wanted to play. The plan was to kill it there and open up doors. Right. And so that that, that math wasn't great. But hey, see, you got to do what you got to do. Um, and then 
that next summer on my birthday, uh, he, he, he decided to send me an email and fire me. Unreal, right? So that's, that's, that's a story for another day. Um, so, so you're welcome for opening those doors, right? Uh, man, the industry is broken. Industry is broken. And, and, and for the record, I wish him the best luck. He's, 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 uh, you know, he's, he's, he's a good dude. He's a good dude. Um, but uh, it happens. It's part of the business. Anyways, how do we fix it? How do we fix this broken industry? I don't know. I don't know the answer to that, but I'm sure as hell trying to find out. And, and, and I'll tell you what I'm not doing. I'm not giving up 50% of the revenue because someone overseas who happens to have the phone number or email of a GM or sport director, whether they're friends or not, and, and, and they, just, they just pick up the phone and, and, and get 50% of the revenue? No chance. That's what I'm not doing. Now, if it's a situation where it's a friend of mine and I trust them and they're a good agent and they're going to put in the work and they're going to help add value to the, to, to the entire career of my client, sure, I'd think about it. But at the end of the day, are they putting in the same amount of time as me? Did they spend the same money that I did, uh, money and time invested in recruiting that player? And at the end of the day, where does my player land on his list of clients for the future? Right? I know that I'm going to work harder than anybody else for my guys, for my, for, for, for my clients and put them in the best positions to succeed. But if there's a partner agent involved, where does my client land on his list of, of, of where he spends or he or she spends their time? Right? I don't know the answer to that. I think I know the answer to that. Right. But it's, it's it, it, for, I mean, whatever it is, it's not as much time as I'm going to spend. That's for sure. Right. So, so I don't know. Does that mean that it should be a standard to, have a partner deal where if it's not the primary agent, you get 20%. Yeah, I think I, I, I think that could be a standard and it can go up from it can go up from there if you want to. Uh, but but 50% means we equally share responsibility. So you're telling me that they had just as much sweat equity and daily care and effort that I do? Absolutely not. Right. And just for this, just for the thought exercise, it's not necessarily because of low contracts, right? It's the principle, it's a strategy. Let's just say those those um, the 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 example from Spain, the two thousand a month, right? Let's just say that turned into ten thousand a month. Let's say that twenty thousand contract became just as easily accessible, uh, or, or excuse me, let's say a hundred thousand dollar contract just became as easily accessible as that as that twenty thousand dollar contract, right? So does that mean I'm completely okay with taking fifty percent just because just because uh, you know the 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 money's greater? I mean, no, no, it's not right now. Okay. Uh, you know, if I don't know the GM, maybe that's the price I have to pay. As I mentioned before, but personally, I know, and this is just speaking from a confidence standpoint, I either know the GM or I can get in touch with them or I know someone from the club or I'm one phone call away because that's a network I've been building for many years. Right now, again, 10, $10,000 in commissions is better than 2000 for sure. And there's, there's a bit of an argument there about how much, you know, how much is too much and does greed play a point? And at what point would you be comfortable doing a little less work and giving up, you know, a little more equity in that deal? Um, I'm sure there's a calculation, but it's definitely not 50% for me. Right. So anyways, guys, we got, we got deep today. Um, I hope, uh, I hope the rest of your day is not as painstaking as reliving your high school calculus class. Uh, but I just wanted to open that door to why the math doesn't work and give you really a, a behind the scenes feel of 
of what players go through when they're battling through low contracts and what agents go through when they're trying to figure out their strategy. And so, like I mentioned, I don't know the answer, but I'm sure as hell trying to figure it out. Have an excellent day and we'll see you back here tomorrow morning. Thank you so much for listening today. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the world to me if you could give it a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. And if you're feeling really crazy, you can even share it on social media. As always, if there's a topic you want me to talk about further or a guest you would love to hear on the podcast, just shoot me a message on social media at Kevin Tarka. Thanks again, and I'll see you here tomorrow morning on Sports Business Secrets.